The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the wind of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. God. Deep to right field. Way up there. High, oh, high. And look who's coming up. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Here's the payoff pitch. Welcome into Payoff Pitch, Action Network's MLB betting podcast presented by BetMGM. Happy June. It's our first pod of June here for Payoff Pitch. Brendan Glasheen joined by Charlie Disturco and Anthony DeBundo. We join you every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday during the baseball season. Please rate, review, subscribe. We love those five-star ratings, those lengthy or short reviews. Uh, we certainly appreciate it, and we do take your feedback. So uh, stay tuned for another giveaway as the season progresses so thank you as always even if you're doing that without giveaways we appreciate it we've got a 15 game slate it's friday means apple tv games in action milwaukee cincinnati a five eastern apple tv game that threw me off and i was looking at the schedule last night and we've got cleveland and minnesota at eight o'clock eastern on apple tv uh we work our way through the slate by doing uh best bets we find out any underdogs we like if we're going to fade the public and then uh, Charlie and Anthony will give out their final bets, anything else they have, everything that you can find in the Action app as well. So uh, we will get to the everything very soon. So we'll start, as we do, with best bets. Charlie, what do you got for us today? Yeah, I'm heading out to San Francisco, Giants money line. It's a little bit of a juiced price, but I'd back that. Minus 154 all the way up to about minus 165. Dean Kramer's on the mound for Baltimore, and he's one of the luckiest pitchers in baseball. You hear about me just complaining about Bryce Elder all the time. Dean Kramer's right up there in the month of May, a 245 ERA, just just eight runs over 29 and a third innings. But his expected ERA is actually up at 646, nearly two runs higher than actual. And he relies on pitching to contact. You've heard DeBundo talk about this. I'm sure Zerillo, too. Just how much that Kramer just can't strike out batters. He pitches to contact. He doesn't walk many batters, yet he's had so much success thus far. Or I guess, you know, he's an a- average pitcher by uh, F458 ERA this season. But he, he faces a San Francisco team that crushes right-handed pitching. You want to back him against righties, fifth in WRC plus, fourth in isolated power. 
Kramer has an expected batting average above 300 and an expected slugging of 547. So a lot of concern there. And opposite him, Logan Webb has been fantastic yet again. He's taken a step forward in his control. He's generating a lot more chases. His strikeout rate is up 6%. And he's really locked in in this past month as well. Only five runs in 34 and two-thirds innings. So I love this matchup here. The, the pitching edge is stark. Logan Webb is way better of a pitcher than Dean Kramer. You look at the bullpen, it's about average, about about a about a 50-50 split. And then offense is you want to back the Giants against a right when they face a righty. And the Orioles are gonna be shorthanded. Cedric Mullins is on the injured list. Austin Hayes is battling with an illness. So if he returns, he returns. But if he's out, that's another big bat that's missing from that middle of the Orioles lineup. So I think the Giants hold all the cards here. I love them to roll against the Orioles tonight. Okay. And good to point out those uh those players out for Baltimore, because some folks might be like, oh, how are the Orioles like plus 135 against the Giants? Orioles are having a good year. Well, those are some things you got to keep in mind. So do you have a price target in mind? Giants right now are at minus 160. Uh, yeah, I would back it to minus 165. I, I would I would lay that. It's a heavy juice, but I like yeah. I the, the edge is just too stark between starting pitchers and whatnot if you wanted to go a different route you could go you know money line with like an, a team total alt line over like two and a half or whatever but i i think they just i think they steamroll kramer they get to him early force him out and by then they should be able to control things behind web okay excellent you got a good series in los angeles this weekend interleague action yankees and dodgers you got luis severino on the mound against clayton kershaw debundo your best bet is in this game what do you got yeah i think we've forgotten just how good luis severino was last season because he went out injured about halfway through the year and then didn't pitch the remainder of the year but when luis has been on the mound the last year now uh, he's been a dominant starter uh, and the stuff really likes him as well his fastball stuff plus is over 110 uh, showing me that even, you know, finally healthy now, his fastball's back to what it was last season, which was right around about a 110, 115 stuff plus fastball. So very encouraged by that. The slider looks excellent as well. Uh, similar break numbers to last season. So I have no reason to think that Severino uh, isn't exactly what he was last year, which is an, a pitcher that had an XCRA below three. Uh, and, and you know, when he's been healthy in his career, he's been very good. Uh, and so I'm going to buy him even against this Dodgers lineup, which is very good, especially against righties. I don't love that necessarily. Uh, and the Yankees lineup has hit curveballs well this year, which of course is Clayton Kershaw's best pitch. So, you know, at plus 125, I like the Yanks on the road here. I think this should be pretty much a coin flip with home field. Uh, and so I'm going to take the Yanks at a dog price. I got to see Severino last weekend against the Padres and he looked phenomenal. And then, and, and, and like you said, Devando, I, I thought the same thing where like, I haven't, for, I kind of forgot how dominant Severino was, and especially when his control's working. He made one slip up. It was a solo shot to Tatis. But other than that, he mowed down that Padres lineup. Yeah, I mean, the, the walks have been a problem at some point in the past for him, but he's, uh, you know, had them somewhat more under control last season. And he's, you know, the sample's too small now to really draw any meaningful conclusions about this year. Uh, but first pitch strike rate was up. So that's encouraging. Uh, and, you know, just really buying Severino as a, as an elite starter at this point, given, you know, where the situation on starting pitching is in baseball. You have to remember, you know, you can compare to last year. So a 2.94 XERA last year, this year at 2.3, uh, given the run environment, I mean, it's again, it's a small sample, but given the run environment for him to be sitting below three is, is extremely impressive at this point. Total in this one is set at eight runs. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has... 
last couple starts hasn't uh, been that workhorse or that you know power pitcher uh, that he has proven to be at times this year. He has not gone seven innings since the beginning of May. Um, I only bring that up because the the Dodgers bullpen hasn't been great, so I can kind of understand as to why you'd want to go full game as opposed to the the first five. And the Yankees had just a a setback; they had scored double digit runs in three straight. Uh, got blanked by Seattle, but I would imagine that is why you're uh, considering a full game because of that Dodgers bullpen. Yeah, Dodgers bullpen really hasn't projected well coming into this season. It hasn't performed well. The only guy I really trust back there is Phillips, uh, and he's been excellent as always. But really, the rest of that bullpen, Vasi uh, has been inconsistent. Gratterall has had his issues. Just got blown up the other day against Washington. So yeah, it's not you know a Dodgers bullpen that really shines in terms of uh, depth. Blanked okay. by uh by George Kirby, that's that's a, we love to see that. <laughs> George Kirby, still upset that guy didn't get us. Uh, who was it against? It was against in division rival Oakland. We love talking about Oakland on this podcast. He couldn't strike out any freaking Oakland A's like yeah. a month ago. That was the that was the luck box under that Devondo had. It was like eight uh, runs through four innings or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Two then, elite oh, bullpens. Yeah, but Kirby now. couldn't get. Kirby couldn't strike out any Oakland A's. It was so annoying. Anyway, yeah. I mean, he's not really a strikeout guy. Yeah. You know? So what? It's the A's. <laughs> stuff supposed to good stuff supposed to happen against the A's. Not when me or Demundo has money on the athletic. A's are back. Yes. Oh God. There we go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, that you two are finally together. Um, Oakland they won A's Tuesday, backers. Brendan. Yes, they did. Two to one. JP Sears shoved. All right, let's find out if we're going to fit here. Now we're all over the place. It's truly, now it's truly a Friday um, because we're just kind of getting all of our takes out there or ranting. Uh, let's find out if we're going to fade the public. We're looking at Pittsburgh and St. Louis. The public likes you. That's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public? Uh, in division matchup, NL Central. Pirates getting 63% of the bets, 76% of the dollar. So this isn't a huge uh, discrepancy here in terms of where the money's going, but... Uh, it allows us to discuss this game um, because the guys have thoughts on it. Charlie has uh, a player prop angle on this one. I do. Uh, one of the triple sevens that will be coming out in a couple hours, or I guess when you listen to this, it'll be out on the Action Network website. Paul Goldschmidt, over one and a half total bases at minus 110, and then him to find the bleachers. Goldie is incredible against right-handed pitching, a 157 WRC+. plus a 245 isolated power. He's in the top 5% of all pitch, or all hitters across the board in average exit velocity, hard hit rate, expected slugging. He's got incredible plate discipline as well. He walks a lot and, and doesn't really chase pitches out of the zone. And his barrel rate's a career best, 14.5%. So I just love the matchup here. Ronzi Ron- Contreras, I keep messing that up every single time. It's just a good buy low spot against him. Uh, Contreras has a 16.4 strikeout percentage, so he relies on pitching to contact a lot more. Can't really overpower opposing hitters who who have a 438 expected slugging against him. And outside of his last start, right, he was he was moved from the starting rotation to the bullpen, now returns back to the starting rotation where the first four starts in May, he gave up five home runs. So he's definitely prone to giving up a lot of hard hits. Yes, his control is out of whack sometimes. So walks are always an issue here, but I love Goldschmidt that if he gets one pitch to hit, he's going to absolutely crush it. He... You look at his numbers, he's actually a lot better against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching, which is uh, you wouldn't expect that considering he's a, a right-handed hitter. But he has 21 of his 45 hits have gone for extra bases against righties. So I'd love him to really get the job done here. I think I think it's a high-scoring game. 
I mean, Flaherty's opposite him, and Contreras just hasn't shown anything like he did last season. And you feel the Cardinals, they got real hot uh, after starting slow, but they've, they've kind of come back down to earth and really below average offensively the last couple of games. So right. uh, do, do for some positive regression, you'd think. Uh, Debundo, your angle on this game, Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Yeah, I want I mean, you to look, say that. Well, I want you to say that pitcher's first name for uh, Charlie again. <laughs> Rowanzi Contreras. Rowanzi. Yeah, I have him in Dynasty, so I'm a big fan of Rowanzi. You gotta, uh, Charlie, oh, you gotta like say it with your hand, yeah, like an know? Italian, right? Rowanzi. Yeah, Rowanzi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll never forget how to say it. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. Look, uh, Rowanzi's been an interesting case because uh, he really came up on two elite pitches. Uh, his fastball was well above average. We used to register 110, 115 stuff plus. Same with the slider, which was very good. Neither pitch right now looks great in the modeling and the, and the velocity on the fastballs down. The slider uh, is moving less, getting fewer whiffs. And that's why you're seeing those strikeout rates go down. So, you know, I'm a little concerned about Rowanzi here. I think it is also telling that the Pirates were looking to move him to the bullpen. So they called up Luis Ortiz, who's been inconsistent, but has better stuff right now than Contreras. Uh, and then when Velasquez went down again, they needed another starter. So they, instead of putting Contreras in the bullpen, they're going to put him back in the starting rotation. That, that gives me a little bit of concern about Rowanzi. I know Zerillo bet the Pirates plus 130. That number's come down a lot. Uh, they're sitting around plus 110. If you can get St. Louis at 130 or better, I actually like the, the Cardinals here. Um, Flaherty is a really difficult pitcher to project. Early in the season, it was all walks. He kept walking everybody. His command was nowhere to be found. But he's actually cut the walk rates pretty solidly uh, in the last few starts. Uh, his strikeouts are up, and that has come with an increase in fastball velocity. I mean, he started the season sitting 91, 90. Uh, last few starts sitting closer to 93, 93, 5, even touching. Uh, so there is some encouraging signs for Flaherty. The stuff on the fastball is still pretty average, so it's not even going to be a great fastball. But uh, improving the strikeout rate, getting the Pirates in their worst split, I actually kind of like uh, St. Louis today. But again, need that minus 130 to bet them. Right now, uh, best I saw was minus 135. I would not lay that. So we're kind of waiting to see here. A lot of money on Pittsburgh. Maybe it'll move the line a little more for me. All right. Rowanzi. He's going to be one of my favorite guys to watch now this year. For that, for that, He's a good pitcher. Only- but he just, you know, he's only 23, debuted at 21. Like, there's a lot to like, but he uh, he just needs to figure out that fastball velocity again and get it back because uh, he doesn't have enough of an arsenal to really get by without it. We love, I mean, we love to, to bet him when he first came up. Like, you, you get pirates at underdog money and he had great stuff. It's just a complete 180 from the last couple years or last year. Baseball betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Only must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from insuance. Excludes Michigan, disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidence 
confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, for the record, before we... Uh, hit hit our underdogs. None of the underdogs are the Oakland A's today. Uh, <laughs> Miami getting 67% of the bets and more than 90% of the money, 97%. Uh, part of, yeah, Miami's getting 67% of the bets, 97% of the cash, according to the Action app on this Friday morning. So uh, we're not talking about the A's, which is which is a, a shocker. We, we normally do feature them. Anyway, just it, don't, don't, don't go there. We're moving on from the A's. Point being, underdog picks, not featuring the A's. Where's my dog? Uh-huh, there's my dog. Where's my dog? Uh, Charlie, where are we looking for a dog on Friday? <laughs> well, Hogan Harris is on the mouth for the Athletics, so we're not going to Tabundo does that, too, where I'm like, all right, I give my little spiel. Well, actually, wait a minute, Brendan. Like, I actually oh, no, no, no. Hogan Harris on the mound. We can't bet Hogan Harris. I'll, I'll get into why we can't later with a, with a player prop. But my underdog... Of today is the Angels at plus 110. Uh, I'd back it all the way down to even money. I have them favored in this matchup. Shohei Otani against Framber Valdez. I got bit by Valdez being pushed back a start yesterday when I was on the Angels, but he's a fade candidate right now. Expected ERA above four, despite having a 238 ERA. He has his career worst barrel rate, which is near 10%. His expected batting average, expected slugging are both alarmingly high. And he's seen a big cut in walks this past season, which is why he's likely had a little bit more success, a little bit less base runners. He's just been hit a little bit harder. But I expect that to regress back to his career averages. He walks about 1.88 per nine now. His career average is three and a half, and projections have him in the high twos, low threes. So you look at just across the board for him, he, he pitches out of the zone but doesn't generate that many chases. It's just a matter of really putting it all together. And if, if hitters are a little bit more patient, they should be able to hit him hard. And the Angels are in their positive split here. You want to back them against left-handed pitching. They're fourth in WRC plus against left-handed pitching, seventh in weighted on base average. So they really see left-handed pitching well. 
And Shohei Otani, I mean, you know, there's not really much to add about how dominant this guy is. Across the board, his numbers have increased. He's in the top 10% of all pitchers in whiff rate, strikeout rate, expected batting average, expected slugging, hard hit rate. He's not generating as many chases this year, but he's also getting a lot weaker contact with his pitch mix. He's using his sinker a lot more, forcing a little bit more ground balls. So I like the Angels here. I love them here in this matchup. I, I'm I'm all in on the fade Framber Valdez trade. I was tilting so hard last weekend when the A's were playing Framber and they couldn't really pull it off. They did go over their team total, which I bet, but Framber's fade material right now, he's been benefiting by uh, his left on base rate being extremely high the last few starts, but fall down earth. Debundo, you're back in the Chicago Cubs. They're they're sliding a little bit. Central's going to be yeah, Central's the central. Nobody's ever out of the race. I actually bet the Reds to win the division the other day. Uh, it's, it's, I, I and the Brewers to miss the playoffs. I'm now leveraged on St. Louis Cubs and Reds to win the division and Brewers to miss the playoffs. So that's going to be a really fun race. And when the Brewers win the division, you will not be hearing from me for a very long time. Uh, anyway, okay. I, I, I think uh, Framber is interesting. So the ground ball rates down. That is that is notable. He, he you know, he's typically like a 65, 70% ground ball guy. It enables him to consistently outperform the projections and the the stack cast data because he just gets so many double plays and plays in front of an elite defense. Uh, but the ground ball rate down to 60% now, still elite, but not quite as good. So certainly some regression there for Valdez possible. I don't disagree with Charlie on the Angels, although I think I'm higher than him on Framber. That being said, I like the Cubs. Uh, Michael Waka, I think I've bet against him damn near every start. Uh, he's he's getting by with his command and his changeup right now. The Cubs can load up the lineup with a lot of righties, though. And given that you know Waka is a changeup guy, uh, I think that that actually is hurtful for him. Even though as a righty, uh, normally the changeup is a split dependent pitch, and that it's a reverse splits pitch. Uh, and for Waka, that's generally been the case for him. And so I actually like the Cubs here uh, on the road. I. Pretty sure they've, yeah, they saw Walker earlier this year, didn't really get to him, but uh, just a, a difference in opinion on the market versus me on Michael Waka. And I will continue to bet into that market uh, consistently this season. Uh, and, you know, the fastball continues to grade out as one of the worst in all of baseball, 70 stuff plus. The changeup is the only above average pitch. Uh, and I just think that, you know, even though he has decent underlying numbers, I don't expect it to continue because the stuff just isn't very good. The strikeout rate well below average. Uh, and, you know, can he maintain the elite contact rates? I'm very skeptical of that uh, continuing. So I'm going to go with the Cubbies on the road with Tyone. Also, I know there was a day game yesterday. That is not an easy uh, trip to go from Miami and then go back home and play the very next night. Right. Like we talk about this all the time with, uh, it happens to the Dodgers every once in a while too, where you get a, I use the Dodgers as an example because you'd look at the line and you'd be like, Oh, like the Dodgers, uh, a big favorite in a game. But then you factor in like these kinds of narratives. It's not really a narrative. It's just the truth. Like they've got that travel is no joke too. So it's, I, I think those are sometimes fun spots that when there's an underdog against the team has to travel all the way home. Yeah, we yeah got they didn't they didn't use any of their top bullpen arms, uh, but the travel certainly matters. Uh, and the Cubs did have the day off, so th- there is a small built-in advantage for the Cubbies there. Yeah, yeah the Braves the had like a beautiful day in San Diego ahead of the Padres. We had the we saw the Braves against Oakland like last was it the, the last week they they played in Philly on Sunday Night Baseball. They crush they Philly right. and then they go across the entire co- the country all the way to the West Coast to face the Athletics and get caught sleeping for first two games. Yeah. yeah, that was the Sunday night spot too. That's a, that's been a trend for ten years in baseball, fading the team off Sunday night baseball when they have to travel, uh, and it paid there for Oakland. So, yeah. 
All right, cool. Those are my two cents. And then, uh, by the way, good luck to you in your uh, your central futures. That should be really uh, oh, Rads. Really Rads are thirty to one. So you know, if you want to throw a long shot on it, Ellie's coming up in a couple of days, probably. Uh, Andrew Abbott's been really good in AAA as a pitching potential there. Uh, you know, Lodolo going out hurts, but uh, the rest of the rotation has some interesting pieces. The problem is going to be their defense. I mean, it's it's one of the worst in the league, and it's killing some of their guys like Ashcraft. But uh, they have young, exciting players, and we've seen that's you know the, the the thing about this season is the teams that are bringing in the young guys are are doing well. Cough, cough, Arizona. Yeah, they're good. Uh, BJ Cunningham was probably disappointed how the Reds looked this week uh, in Boston. So, <laughs> all right, uh, final bets. You guys have a couple more, um, not too much more, but again, who knows? Things change. If you guys add more, you're in the action app, as we know, um, free to download if they add anything else, but just a couple more and then we'll get out of here. Uh, get, get our weekend started. Charlie, uh, you got two more. Anthony's got two. And I have a one more for the road. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't really need to add more to the Yankees. I'm on them as well. Just hard to pick holes in Kershaw's game, but he has taken a step back across the board and expected batting average barrel right and expected slugging. I have this game closer to a coin flip. So yeah, grabbing the Yankees at like that plus 120, 125 number is great. And then a couple more player props. We mentioned Hogan Harris and why I can't bet the athletics today. That's because he's horrible. Uh, he's facing the Marlins and I'm backing Jorge Soler over one and a half total bases home runs. That'll also be in my Disturco triple sevens. Soler, a 257 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. Nine of 17 hits against lefties have gone for home runs. And then altogether, 65% of all his hits have gone for extra bases. So I like him to hit that two plus base mark at plus money home runs around that three to one number. So love that there. He's in the top 3% of all hitters in barrel rate. That's 18 and a half percent. So quite incredible stuff against lefties. He's just automatic. And Hogan Harris had a, a two home run per nine in triple a last season. And then this year he's had a XFIP of six, four, one. So he is horrible. And then the other one, just, I, I talked about the giants, why I like the giants, a, a prop. If you would like to also dabble in that or go a different way and, and get that plus money or whatever, Lamont Wade jr. He's facing a righty. That's when you want to back him a 289 average and 899 OPS against right-handed pitching 143 WRC plus. That's one of the best of all giants. His ball rates, 10% expected slugging mirrors of 2021 when he hit nearly 20 home runs and he actually has a higher OPS at home and not on the road. And that's despite playing in Oracle park with the higher right field fence. I think he's going to really have a good day here. Kramer doesn't walk that many batters. Lamont Wade, his biggest strength is play discipline and walking a lot. Well, if Kramer's going to pound the zone, like he normally does, it's going to open up plenty of opportunities here. So you can get, uh, I, I bet it right before the show, you can get that plus, Plus 825 on him to find the bleachers and, and plus 135 for two plus bases. I love that number. I think that he he has extra base potential and the lefty righty matchup is just great. And he's also like always going to he's going to he's at the top of the order. So he's going to play four to five plate appearances tonight. So those are the rest of my uh, my bets. I'm looking toward the uh, Mets over if uh, I'm just I'm still going back and forth between Verlander and Bassett if I want to fade him. Disturco's triple sevens will be up later today. Is that right? Yes. yes. Uh, after this podcast recording, I'm going to finish it up, send it on. So by the time you hear this, you should be able to go to the Action Network app and read it in written form on why I like Goldschmidt, Wade, and Solaire. Cool. Very good. And uh, nice day for you the other day, two for three. Yes. And, Harper got, got, and Harper got yeah. the two bases. 
So and the two bases, right? You get the home run, but you get the two bases. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So five of six, pretty pretty successful day after an offer the day before. <laughs> what could go wrong today, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't help it. Uh, okay, Debundo, De a couple more, and we'll go. Always smart to back the best hitter in baseball, Masataki Yoshida. Uh, anyway, uh, I like the, the Giants DJ as well. Or Debundo. What's that? I thought I heard BJ there for a second. Well, no, no, I do. I, I love Yoshi. When uh, when I went to Red Sox Phils, I was I was cheering on Yoshi, and Phillies fans were like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Well, it's the best hitter in baseball." Anyway, I like the Giants as well. You know, Charlie talked about Dean Kramer and and his numbers in May and how he had the good ERA and 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 was getting very fortunate. I mean, just look at his peripherals. His strikeout minus walk rate was basically exactly the same in May as it was in April. Uh, both were just below average generally. Uh, and so, you know, the strikeout rates have not been impressive on Kremer, uh, nor am I in on him. Logan Webb, uh, the stuff likes him. He he has changed his his pitch mix a little bit with throwing more change-ups and, and it has changed like the break on his slider and and the stuff model that doesn't necessarily love the slider, but it's still, you know, pretty good. Uh, and so I love I love Webb and the Giants. Also, it's Tyler Glass now day. Glass now stuff uh, is almost back to what it was. Uh, we're very close to that point. Garrett Whitlock, his stuff is not. Uh, his movement on his pitches was significantly down in his starts pre-injury. Um, he's coming off now this injury you know, break that he took. So you know, it's hard to know exactly what we're going to get from Whitlock, but until he shows it to me, I'm going to be concerned and, and have a lower projection for him. Also, the Rays can platoon him pretty heavily and throw a bunch of lefties at him. Uh, and that's been a problem for Whitlock in the past. He's been very good against the righties, but has struggled in the split, uh, in, the, in the negative splits. So I like the Rays in the first five innings. The bullpen concerns me. The Rays minus uh, Rays first five. There's a minus one twenty five out there. You can also bet it up to minus one thirty five. Fine with me. Uh, and I like the Tampa Bay Rays and Glass now. First time betting him in a year and a half. So I, I've missed it. It's Glass now day, uh, and I think we're actually getting a little bit of a discount on him right now. All right, fellas, and let me just make something very cool. Let's find out and make something very clear. Oakland A's, it's not happening tonight, right? It's not happening. Well, plus 165 at that MGM right now. I no. mean, it could. Uh, Cabrera is tr tricky. Uh, I, I'm skeptical on him just like sticking as a major league starter with the walk rates he has, but uh, it will not be it for me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm trying to look ahead at the Sunday, Paul Blackburn, Sandy Alcantara. I mean, yeah, be the A's. they'll probably be plus plus 180. So that, that'll likely be when I'm on the Oakland Athletics this weekend. <laughs> All right. I feel empty. Like there's a piece of me missing on a, a Friday. Yeah, never mind. Like never mind the day of the week, but just like every episode, I feel like we, we get an A's angle in. So tell, tell, tell them to stop throwing out Hogan Harris. I mean, he actually had a good start his first time out. So I shouldn't like get on him too much, but like the, the start, the, the relief outing before that, he went a third of an inning, five walks and a hit and six runs. So he uh, is not good. And his AAA numbers, if you have a six XFIP in AAA, you know, you're probably not going to fare well. Don't forget to follow guys like Charlie and Anthony DeBundo over in the Action Network app, the free award-winning Action Network app. You can leave a five-star rating if you please. Also a review, positive, negative, if we take them. We appreciate it. Uh, for those guys, Brendan Glasheen signing off. We're back on Monday. Enjoy your Sunday if you bet the A's. And fade Alcantara. That'll be fun. Uh, but good luck with your bets today. And you all have a great, great weekend. Talk to you again Monday morning. Payoff pitch. Action Network's MLB betting podcast presented by BetMGM. Look at this crowd on its feet. What a tribute. 
No one wants to leave. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.